sick. Oh, hey. Joe, name it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> name it <that> is. <laughs> See ya. Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you. And enjoy this episode. Hey everyone. This is a podcast and I'm here with. Uh, stab from, uh, meth. Heck yeah, dude. Oh, sick. Like, so, uh, I know you said meth, but you were talking about, uh, Virgin Mother and I've been listening to it. Dude, that shit is awesome. Like, like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I know you just said meth, but I, I, like you, when you were talking, you said like, yo, like what, like I have this other project and I, I started listening to it and I was like, holy shit, dude. Like I, that stuff sounds amazing. Like, how did that even come to be? And isn't that like, is that like a, like straight up just solo project? Isn't that how meth started anyways? Like as just a solo project? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Meth initially was a solo project. Uh, children are watching was, uh, like written and like tracked in a day. Wow. <laughs> like, uh, it was just like me and our, well, the now guitarist in meth at the time, but, um, I don't know, we were just bored and like, we would just get together and like record stuff. And I was like, I kind of want to try to do this like grindy thing. And we just like pieced everything together from, uh, the back of that. But, uh, Virgin Mother 2, uh, sorry, <laughs> um, uh, Virgin Mother 2, uh, just kind of, uh, started, uh, during, uh, shutdown and everything. And, okay. um, just had all these songs that I was like writing and I was like, I don't, they don't really fit any of the projects or anything I'm doing. And, um, I just kind of like pieced together that EP and then I've been kind of, uh, taking it a step further since then. Um, but it's turned more into like my solo project, but it's also like kind of, uh, gonna end up being like heavily collaborative as well with like other people. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, just kind of, a. Um, are you familiar with like Joan of Arc and stuff? No, um, no I, I've, I've, I've heard of that, of course, but I, I've, I, I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, um, it's uh, Tim Kinsella from uh, Cat and Jazz and like Owls, but it's like his like just weird project that's like kind of um, it's like he's the main member in a way, but he just kind of funnels people in and out as they go and like everything like all, it just genre bends like crazy between releases so oh, i kind of wanted to do something like that but yeah no um just all pieced together uh, just out of uh pure uh i just needed something to do <laughs> during shutdown and um yeah i don't know Dude, I mean, I mean, dude, uh, if, if for being pieced together, it feels awesome, dude. Like it, it, like to me, like when I when I first started listening to it, it it has like those like like those the the dark overtones from like the the mother record, and like it was just it it, it felt very. I don't know. I love I love that like like on the first track, like how it's like very like 
not I, I I don't know if it's like it's not spoken word, but it's very like like mum like I guess mumbling or like low talking or something. Whatever the vocal style you did, like I I I love that so much, and it reminds me of like like a me and him call it us type thing. Like they they did that at certain points in their records, and like I I love that idea, and like so I am I'm I'm very excited to see where you go with that. Like that project to me, I I like. I love that type of stuff so much. So it's so cool. I'm glad you, you mentioned that project to me. It's so sick. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. And that's like great company to be in. <laughs> it's yeah. refining to be like, I'm calling us and shit too. Like, <laughs> dude. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. And like, uh, yeah, dude, uh, that's, that's super sick, dude. Like I've like, because, when I I remember checking out now going on the like meth like I remember checking uh, you guys out like forever ago and I remember when I remember when you guys first showed like where well I guess when you first showed up on on the like the scene or whatever the heck like I I heard the record I was like oh this is cool and then like I like it's one of those things where like, I check it out and then I just forgot for some reason and then when Mother of the of Red Light came out I was like oh this is cool. But what really made me want, like, like really like love you guys was when I saw the audio tree. Like, holy fuck, dude! That like literally every time I like anyone brings up meth or anything, I'm always like, "Yo, have you ever seen the audio tree?" And if they say no, it's like, "Dude, well, you're going to love the band even more after seeing this." Like, that that like performance was like unreal to me, dude. It was so fucking good. Oh, well, thank you. Like, it's it fucking uh, nerve wracking <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> um, I just like, uh, no, I'm glad. Like, I, I feel like we've gotten like really good reception off of that, which is great. But like, uh, oh man, I was anxious as fuck before we did that. Really? Just like, oh yeah. I mean, like, what, once I get in the zone, I'm fine. But yeah. like, I just get all the anticipation, anxiety, and audio tree has just been something that, like, never really thought was in the realm of possibility for uh like a project of mine or something so like when we actually got to do it and everything i was just like dude you have to like be fucking perfect like like, remember everything i did fuck up on the audio tree too like uh during one of the songs like my phrasing got fucked up and i was like god damn it but i was was gonna fucking notice anyway (laughs) but like (laughs) um but yeah, man, like that, that was just like such a fucking surreal experience. And like, um, I don't know, one of my favorite things like being there was, uh, was going through with, uh, the bassist we had there, who's actually like going to be my brother-in-law. Oh, um, and, uh, yeah, we were like looking, uh, at, they have like a wall of like all these like records and stuff. And we were like, dude, is that a fucking gold Lindsay Lohan record? Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, just it was uh it was just like really funny to see like everything that they had there and then just um i don't know it was just such a fun experience (laughs) overall dude dude like that that's so sick like i always like i always like hearing people get like excited and knowing that you were anxious because like dude whenever like especially watching that performance like you guys are very like 
like serious and like it's very ominous and everything and like coming into this this uh conversation like i was just thinking like oh man like he's gonna be like really serious and all this stuff but when i first messaged you and you were like yo dude like what's up i was like oh sick dude like i'm stoked that like 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 you were like very personable and everything. It, it it made me even happier. So like, yeah, like knowing that like yeah. you're you're not uh, the brooding human being that you come off in in the in that like audio tree. I was so stoked on that. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of people think that like after like shows and stuff, just because um, our sets like can get very intense. Yes, and I mean our last tour, um, like that we went on like pre covid i was just like bleeding profusely like <laughs> and like after every show i was just like drenched in blood and then like someone would be like like oh that was sick and i'd be like oh thanks man like whatever and i'm just like i look fucking insane <laughs> but i was just like i don't know this just happened and now i can decompress and everything's fine but um yeah like <laughs> i don't know um like i don't know i like people i like talking to people <laughs> but, um yeah <laughs> dude that's, that's awesome that the, wait what'd you say i'm sorry i know i just said i thought that was funny that you like brought that up because i was like i think people think i'm like really intense and i'm not like at all like um it's just kind of the nature of the beast and just like a different part of like me and everyone in the band in a way but i was like yeah we're all kind of just dumb like that's <laughs> kind of so <laughs> dude no and like like i'm i like as i was saying all of that i was like oh man i hope this doesn't come off as like being like a dick just because like i was like like i didn't want it to be sound mean or anything but like yeah dude i've always thought like 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 it was gonna be very intense and like i was i was like and like what's cool is that you're like elaborating on like all i i love i love it to be a conversation and everything and it's it, I, I was just i was hoping it wasn't gonna be like yeah it was we did this and i was like oh oh no like it would like i'm always that's that's one thing as like a person that like like interviews i'm always like please don't say one word and just like like tell me a story or something like it's so dude like but like yeah i i, I fucking thought that it would be like really annoying to be like hey so like what do you think of this and they're like what was your thought process with this and they're just like I don't know. I was upset. I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun, <laughs> or at least like informative. Like, I don't know, <laughs> dude. Ex- exactly, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> that's so sick, dude. I like, dude. Like, sick. Uh, this is this is this is dope already. Like, um, dude, yeah, <laughs> dude. But I don't know. I'm just sitting here next to my cat and having. <laughs> way too early beer <laughs> just cut loose right now it feels great <laughs> heck yeah dude that that's exactly <laughs> what i want this to be <laughs> for sure oh my god dude like oh dude and like oh also like i uh i saw like like the, the you do like this like dude no i what i wanted to ask is like why uh why does meth have a period at the end? Like, is there like some sort of thing or did you just literally name it and like put a period there? Like, like, is there a deeper um, meaning or, or I, maybe I'm looking too far into it? Oh no, there's definitely not a deeper meaning to the period okay, at all. Sure. I think <laughs> when it was uh, like, well, when I initially started, it was just like a solo project. And then like, uh, when I like came up with the name and everything too, I was just like, 
um, I was like, well, here's this. And I didn't really think much of it. And then after, um, like, I Love You came out, and we started getting, like, a little bit more traction. And then, like, Mother and everything, too. I was just like, um, when people would, like, write about us uh, or something, they put the period in there. And then it would just start to annoy me. And I was just like, <laughs> I fucking hate this period because it just seems like <laughs> the sentence stops here. And then it just keeps going. And I'm like, you don't have to put the period. Like, just leave it. Like, I, it's totally fine. <laughs> like, um, but, I, yeah, I think, I mean... It doesn't matter if it's there or not to me. Like, I don't care either way. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they'll know who we are, I think. Like, if they're familiar with us, you'll know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Dude, no, no, exactly. You know, I, I've, always, I've, I've, I've always wondered that because I know when, like, people have, like, like punctuation in their names, I was, I was just, I've, I've always wondered that because I, I have a friend that has, like, a semicolon in it and they have, like, this whole background thing on it. I'm like, oh, I never knew that could be that deep, uh, but like, but yeah, dude. No, people take that punctuation stuff real, real deep. <laughs> yeah, it, it, seriously, dude. And like, yeah. So, so I. Wait, what would you say? I was just like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, I think ours was just like it was stylistic, and then it was just kind of like almost like a nuisance later where I was just like, grammar <laughs> seems so off right now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but. Dude, <laughs> dude i love it because no matter what in in any any text interview you do it's gonna be like oh meth and then the next word will be capitalized and people are gonna be like that was an incomplete sentence and they're gonna be like no 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 <laughs> like dude i love that i'm like yeah it's just more convoluted <laughs> and just like just whatever um but at the same time like whatever that's yeah. totally fine like exactly. if it inconveniences someone too like that's kind of fun too like i don't know <laughs> like, <laughs> dude dude so like so uh like taking like a step way back like like what like like who or like what got you into music because it seems like you play like like almost every instrument like what was then and, and also along with that like what was your first instrument you started playing um so when I like started um, doing music, um, initially I wanted to explore drums, um, oh, and I took like a handful of drum lessons in like sixth grade, and then stopped. And I was like, I was like, I feel like I suck. Like even then, I was just already like super self-deprecating and just like a fucking. <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> and um, I, I like. Uh, no one in my family plays music really at all either too. So like wow. me exploring it, like uh, was definitely a little bit foreign, but um, like my mom grew us up all like on new wave and I like elementary school years. I was just listening to like a shit ton of like new metal <laughs> and oh, like corn yeah. and like all that stuff. Um, so like music's always been like super ingrained. Um, but uh, yeah, like, I think eighth grade was when I started my first band and um, I was just doing vocals. Um, It was like screaming. We were like a really like, I think the first show we played, we did a cover of a fucking there's a bat by heavy, heavy. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. It was like fucking 2006 too. And I'm like 15 and they were like brand new. And I like fucking just loved that band uh, during that time period. And um, like, uh 
yeah, we were just like a really, really shitty metalcore band <laughs> like when I was like 15. Um, but like from there, um, I re-picked up drums. Like I got my first drum kit when I was like 16 and then just kind of like started drumming in a ton of bands um, like from then on. And then it's just all kind of like blurred together. But I haven't really stopped being in a band or playing music probably since I was like 15, 16, which I'm going to be 30 in like two weeks. So it's just been nonstop. (laughs) Damn, dude. That's awesome though, man. And like, like what drew you to the drums, dude? Like personally, I I play drums and I just, I love it. Like to me, it just feels like, oh, I can like hit anything really hard and this is fun as fuck. Like, like, like what drew you to it? Well, honestly, I think it was like a mixture of like what you just said. (laughs) Like, I just like was like, this is really fun to hit shit. It was just loud. And like, um, and then like, I felt like I had more of like a voice and like being able to actually like play along to, um, like play with someone like my buddy, um, that my buddy, Rob, uh, me and him just started like a two piece band and we actually still have a band going since then (laughs) to now. Um, that like we revisit here and there but um like yeah i don't know it was just really fun to like sit and then as i started like playing more and like falling in love with it like um i just really fucking wanted to just get really good and i would just practice all the time and also like weirdly enough rock band (laughs) like yeah Dude, like, I would come home from school, um, like, in high school, like, every day, and I'd spend, like, fucking, like, six, seven hours just playing rock band drums, and, like, all the little fundamental, like, my coordination got really good, and then I transferred that to, like, jamming and stuff, and that really kind of helped bridge the, uh, like, sitting and just practicing fundamentals, and it was like, okay, I can, like, play a game, and still kind of go through the motions of everything, yeah. but then take that and apply it to whatever music we were doing at that time. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, like, I, I talked to a handful of friends of mine too. And it's like, yeah, dude, rock band was weirdly influential on like whatever generation of musicians. Um, like I'm in like the people like 25 to like 35, I feel like a lot of us were like, yeah, dude, we played rock band a shit ton. And it's like, <laughs> really funny to to hear (laughs) dude no seriously like it's i i played that i i loved that like i it's it it, i except i like almost took the 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 weird the different route i i played like guitar hero too much and like to me like you can't really transfer guitar hero to guitar at all like you can like and but like once i like got to the drums it was because like like you said you can really transfer those that over to the real drum set and it it felt it it feels like you're like you said you're like your timing like you can actually like do something like so yeah i trust me i totally believe that like everyone between like 25 and 35 rock band definitely played a huge role in their like oh dude i this is why i play drums yeah <laughs> and yeah it sounds like yeah the exact same thing with you as well and yeah. it's just like um, yeah, like, I feel like that's the one thing out of that game. Like, I mean, even, I mean, it's all, like, getting coordination and, um, like, you don't even realize, too, that it's, like, oh, you're playing to, like, a click in a way because you're playing along to a song and you're, like, learning your, like, 
uh, tempos and just um, like kind of like trying to lock in and do whatever. And um, I don't know, it's just pretty cool. I think um, that there's just a whole generation of people that like, yeah, we just fucking played rock band. Yeah. Let's get gold stars and shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, can I get paid out uh, for a show in gold stars? Or something? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> ba- basically almost every show, uh, every show is basically gold stars because like, usually when you first start out, you don't get paid. So like, yeah, dude, yeah, you, you probably have true. a whole slew of gold stars that you don't even know about. <laughs> dude, yeah. If someone's hoarding my gold stars, I really <laughs> need them. If they're listening to this. No. <laughs> oh my God, dude. That's awesome. Thank you, oh dude that's so good dude oh my god dude oh man that's so crazy like and okay so okay the rock band drums did you did you ever break them like did they ever like get the heads dented in and like the pedal did the pedal break mine broke so fucking fast oh dude i actually like uh invested so much money into my rock band (laughs) i uh i like didn't work in high school i just sold a bunch of like shit and i was like <laughs> really into rock band and i bought like these mesh drum pads that like had like they had like a natural bounce to it and then i had like an actual like kick pedal rig what? so it was like i'm using a real kick pedal for it and um dude yeah i tried getting like ranked for a really long time um <laughs> just like getting like kind of competitive with it but like um no, I just couldn't. I couldn't handle like uh, the fucking uh, the blast songs. I think there's a song by like that Visions band on Rock Band Two, where it's just like blast the whole fucking time. And I was like, <laughs> nothing fucking this. My arms hurt. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, um, and then later I'm just like, okay, I just like love blasting now though. <laughs> like <laughs> of that too, and it's just um, just really funny. But yeah, I invested way too much time and money throughout high school (laughs) into rock band and shit and (laughs) like i don't know (laughs) dude no that's sick man like uh, to me that's super cool like i love that idea and like like oh hey dude it paid out in the end dude like look at this like look look where you're playing right now like that that's like dude rock band like dude you gotta write rock band themselves like the man rock band and say like hey thank you uh you you put me where i'm at (laughs) Joe Rock Band yeah. for teaching me how to play drums. <laughs> Dude, that's sick though, man. Like I, because I remember always seeing like I'd watch like playthroughs of like a hundred percent like FC like all this stuff on that, and like I was like, holy shit! Like because I I'm pretty sure the uh, the counterparts drummer is like the world's best rock band drummer or something like that. Like he's oh really? I I'm. I, I can't remember if it's it's counterparts, but like I know there's a band out there that the drummer I'm pretty sure it's them that uh I think he might have like covered a song like or whatever and like for, I think counterparts might have been on Rock Band or one of I can't fucking remember but like yeah he's like super good and even apparently when they went in the studio the 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 engineer was like holy shit this guy's a computer like he's he he can just literally like follow the tempo because he's been playing rock band so fucking much or or something like that i was like oh that's fucking dope dude that is really fucking cool yeah i had no idea like yeah it's shit like i i imagine that the guys who are like fucking 
of seeing like all those like super crazy songs and shit. I'm like, those guys are probably just pure fucking metronomes at this point. Like, <laughs> or it's like they just land every hit, but it's like if the like they have like notes in front of them, but it's just like colored blocks like in short <laughs> colored or whatever. <laughs> like I don't even know. Dude. I'm just picturing a notebook of like rock band grids and just being like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about unless it's mess. Like <laughs> but Dude, I I would love to see their tablature, dude. Like it's probably like it just says like they 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 noted out all of their symbols as in like pink, fuchsia, like like purple yeah. and like <laughs> dude that's so fucking awesome, dude. I'm so glad you brought up rock man. That's so fucking dope, dude. Oh man, yeah. That was like my whole fucking high school. I swear to god, like my whole high school like career. I was like <laughs> I didn't really like go out. I just played in bands and played rock band. That was it. Dude, that's <laughs> like, so fucking sick though, dude. Oh man, I'm so stoked. That is so cool. <laughs> dude. Dude, and well, then, Yeah, of course, dude. Well, I'm glad like you get it though too cuz like I I've, I've explained that to some people and they're just like, "Wait, rock band?" I'm like, "Just fucking play it you'll get it like i don't know (laughs) dude no exactly like it's funny because like they're gonna say like oh that's just a video game and like most of the time i feel like when you say rock band a lot of people are gonna think like you're playing the guitar the guitar hero like just like you're hitting colored buttons on a on a plastic guitar it's like no if you play the drums like trust me like you could probably hold a beat on a real drum set after playing this game for a while yeah and it like it really does just like hammer out those fundamentals and yes. shit. But like, uh yeah. And God, it's weird too because like with Rock Band, um, to like segue a little bit, like that. Like I think it was Rock Band Two had fucking Teenage Riot by like Sonic Youth on it. Oh, heck and God, I like spiraled into such a Sonic Youth phase, like in uh like my junior year, and I think. Like between that and like all the like weird metalcore shit I was listening to before, it was just like, um, like I don't know that band just like pure noise, <laughs> like yeah. and like after that I was just like, dude, every band I'm in just needs to have like a noise element to it, and like in a way like again rock band just introducing like all this other shit, and um, it's like I'd heard of Sonic Youth before, but like never really like dove into it but um like something like as basic as that and i like dive into their catalog and i'm like this is like kind of fucking really fucked up music and it's awesome <laughs> like um and just like all the branches and shit that come off of it because that's kind of how i got introduced to like swans and shit too because i read like a biography of theirs and i remember them like talking about like something that like the only time they had ever done like coke or something on a tour was on a tour with swans so like it wasn't until like three years later like i had stumbled upon um like a new swans record too and i was like oh i think that's the band that like coked out sonic youth or something. <laughs> that's all i knew them as and then i listened to them too and i was just like what the fuck okay <laughs> like um i don't know that just that game has like <laughs> gatewayed weirdly now that i'm like talking about it too i'm like Oh, this game has really formulated a lot of shit for me. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Now I'm having like an existential moment about rock band with you. This is fucking crazy, <laughs> dude. I, I like. I'm gl- I'm glad, dude, because like, yeah, like I, I honestly, I, I'm in that same boat. Like, it's it's crazy to know that like that has formed a lot of like my musical like path. Like, it's just like, oh shit, like 
I never knew that like that probably opened my eyes to so many bands. And dude, like you, like I, I'm so glad you brought up Sonic Youth just because like I had like back when i was a kid my older brother gave me goo uh, but i but i was like too young to understand like i didn't really give a fuck about music i think i was like fucking like six or seven or something like that and i was like oh yeah. whatever and like i'll listen to it like forever like but anyways during the pandemic i uh, I, for, I, I forgot how I stumbled on it, but I stumbled upon it. Like I went on, I was on YouTube <clears throat> and I saw Sonic Youth playing live, like in like, I think it was 2020. Like it was like, they were just like in a studio playing. And like, after I saw that, I was like, holy fuck, dude, this band is like great. And like you said, that, that noise aspect is like unbelievable. Like, it's just like, they, like I don't know. I feel like bands like like Full of Hell, like you guys, like you like like the noise element. Like people like really were like, dude. I bet like Sonic Youth did in the seven like late seventies or like early eighties or whatever the fuck. And it's it's unbelievable, dude. Yeah, it's just like it, it was such a cool thing. Like I feel like the first time you hear like just a total deconstruction of a song, like the way that they do stuff, because a lot of their songs are very like, um, like pop structured almost like it, it'll have like a course verse course feel. And then they're like bridges. will just completely deconstruct the song sometimes. And it's like, yeah. Oh, I'm going in five minute noise fucking wall of whatever the fuck they're doing. And then they might bring the song back or they might just let it dissipate into the next song. And I always thought that was so cool. Cause it was, um, just, like the way they just turn things on on its head and um it's just such an unconventional approach especially like during that time period too and yeah. um like i don't know i've just always really enjoyed um listening to music and just um or like finding bands that um take like a pop structure or something and then just completely dissect it and rip it apart and just um it's like you're watching like a surgery that just goes like completely fucking off the rails <laughs> and, and like like they're just like pulling out the guts of the song and shit and they're just like i don't fucking care about it like i don't care about this like at all like let's just fucking fuck this up and stitch everything together and call it a call it a person and i'm like i love that so much like this is so cool <laughs> dude that's such like a good i love that explanation dude because it's it's like it's true dude and like like the first thing that pops into my head was like the widest kids you know like i don't remember i don't know if you watched that show but like it was like a, a, i remember it I, I don't like i i didn't really watch it i think i i remember like that like wonder shows and happening at the same time oh and, damn that was such a that that show fuck like was fucking strange dude like oh yeah it, i i like revisited that <laughs> like during uh uh the shutdown as well and i was like this is a really fucked up show yeah. but um <laughs> But yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, Whitest kids, you know. Oh no, no, yes. no, no! It's okay. Like just because like you were saying ripping guts out because at one point like a a, a, a the dad quote unquote has a kid that just laying on the ground like dead at a at a park and then he takes it to a mechanic and then the mechanic like rips out all his guts and all this shit and he's like wait this is a fucking kid and like it's like this isn't a car it was just so it's it's fucking stupid but like that's yeah. <laughs> literally as soon as you said that that's what popped in my head but like anyways. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that guy just died. I like, know. A couple of weeks ago. Like my girlfriend was uh, like filling me in on all the details and stuff, and like she was like doing this investigative work, like looking up like because they didn't give that much information, and yeah. she's such like um, like a hawk for thing, like wanting to know shit. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I pulled up like the local police report. It said that they just found him like that. And I was like, you're on the local police report for this guy. <laughs> I was like, you don't even watch this show. <laughs> like, like I don't even know. Like, she's just so cute. It was just, um, that aspect of it is funny. His death, obviously not funny, but I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that was like my current, uh, relation with, uh, white skits, you know, at least like in my life. Dude, I love, I love that she like dove into it so, so far. Like I need, like, like glasses were pushed up and she was like, dude, I got this. Like, that's so sick. <laughs> oh man. Like. Yeah, like, she falls into, like, these rabbit holes that are really funny, and, like, <laughs> uh, it was, like, a year, year and a half ago, she got, like, she fell down an Andy Dick rabbit hole on, like, Wikipedia, <laughs> and was just like, this guy's really fucking weird, and I was like, yeah, Andy Dick kind of, like, sucks, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, and uh, she was, um, but for her birthday last year, we bought her a fucking cameo of Andy Dick. <laughs> and, uh, no way! Dude, yeah, and he like talked to her for like eight minutes in the fucking thing. Like we got we got the bang for our buck for it, and um, yeah, it was just really fucking wild. Um, <laughs> I I don't know how we segued into fucking I know Andy Dick. But here we are, <laughs> dude. I love that. Like you, like she like finds out like he's a dick, and you guys buy the cameo. That's fucking genius, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's so good. I, I I love that though. It's just like finding like those weird like like I feel like we both like do that. We'll find like a weird thing that we get like obsessed about for a little bit, and then just kind of like okay, like over it. But also like, why do we fall down this rabbit hole? Like it's weird. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's so sick, dude. <laughs> dude. And then um. Dude, I, I I also noticed that like you've like you you do like art and stuff. Like what how did you get into that? Was it over over like the the lockdown or whatever or did you or did have you been doing it like forever? Um, yeah, I've been making um like digital art probably since high school. Um and like I designed like really almost like out of necessity and just kind of not well i guess not out of necessity like i wanted to do it but like every like band i've been in like the release of like like all of our album art and or just like art direction stuff like i've always just designed it because i was like oh i mean i know how to kind of work photoshop or whatever yeah like i'll just roll with it and then um no i've always had like a really really deep interest in art and um just like design um and then during well like the a couple months ago um i actually just like re-enrolled in school like at the beginning of january um oh, just sick yeah it's just like i don't know like i was pretty close to finishing my associates and then i was just like oh, i'm fucking done with school like whatever and um i was like you know what? i need something to do I just kind of want to go and like prove it to myself that I need to like get my degree or whatever, or even a two year. But, um, I did a 
I took like an art history class and just fell down a rabbit hole with uh, like Jackson Pollock and shit and just um, kind of fell into this like I was like I've never painted in my life and I just want to like try it because why the fuck not like it was super of interest to me especially after reading about all of his like weird like meditative like he would just like kind of like put himself in like a almost like a trance or like an REM cycle um, before he would paint and just like let shit fly so like his uh, feelings were like really natural and just like really unfiltered and um, there's just something really beautiful about that and um, I don't know I, I would try to like really kind of escape and just like project onto these like pieces of just whatever and I mean it's very Pollock mimic like it's just splatter like splatter shit like I just kind of wanted to like try something out but um, I also started like we had a mispressed uh, meth vinyl um, that like side A was our was Mother of Red Light and side B was like the new Autumn of Crippled Children record. Oh yeah. <laughs> a bunch of those got sent out and then uh, someone was like, Hey, I think side B is like a completely different band. And <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> and um, sure enough, like the whole fucking order was just fucked. <laughs> and no way. So I had all these like weird uh like mispressed vinyls and shit and I was like, how can I incorporate this into like my art? So I started like melting them into the paintings and shit. And um, like, I don't know. It, it's just fun. Like, it's just really fun to kind of like fuck around with just being like, I don't know, like, I'm just going to throw something on this and see what it looks like or like whatever. And I just, um, I feel like that approach to art and everything is, um, at least for me, like the most fulfilling where it's just like, yeah, this looks okay, but I just want to fuck it up more and Hell like, yeah. or like make it weirder or like, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just the, the Pollock rabbit hole. Like, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot about him that like resonated with me. Um, and it was just really interesting and just made me think differently. Like, about art in general and like my music and just kind of like trying to tap into whatever emotions or just feelings and stuff that I have and not filter them so much and just kind of let like stuff fly out as it goes. Um, Oh, sick. I I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like when you kind of over analyze and you over dissect and you just like, like you have like a record or something and then you're like, yeah, this is like really cool. But like the drums here are a little off or like the guitar here could be cleaned up. It's like, yeah, but like, why are you going to like clean it up? It just doesn't sound natural. And it's like, I feel like when you have those like natural elements into your art or your music or whatever, like it doesn't need to sound so polished. And I feel like that's what kind of makes things um, like very genuine is like, like, yeah, there's like a fuck up here. But, like, it kind of sounds cool. Like, we don't need to fucking, like, get rid of that. Or we don't need to clean this up. Or, like, let the guitars trail a little bit longer than what it seems like it's called for. Because there's, like, a weird, like, uh, texture clash or something going on with whatever. And, um, like, I don't know. I just 
like shit when it's like really just like sloppy and fucking um just but it it, it still is pure yes. and like has this element to it where it's like this seems reflective of this person or this group of people or just whatever and um yeah i don't know i just really really love that i guess and just art in general i guess as broad of a fucking statement as that is (laughs) but whatever (laughs) i don't really care no dude no like honestly no i i feel the exact same way like i like i i've said it before but like like to uh, other people but like i was recording with my band and uh, uh we are hitting like we we just record in the same room and we just love the live feel feel like i i hate i can't i can't stand click tracks like i'm terrible but like like and click tracks like they take forever yes uh, a whole nother <laughs> fucking conversation in itself but go on <laughs> yes i'm very curious no. to <laughs> dude no but like <laughs> so we're like we're recording and uh I don't have like the best like hardware, so I I I smash both my crashes, and one of my crashes falls off and literally like falls to the ground, and you can hear it in the recording. And like both me and my guitarist were like, "Holy, fuck, that's staying in!" Like it's like it's yeah, dude, yeah, <laughs> it's stuff like that. that you were gonna say? Oh no, I just said that. That's fucking sick. Like that's like a moment you need to capture for sure, where it's just like. Yeah, this fucking happened, and if like you instantly have that connection with your guitars, where you're just like, "Yeah, that was really cool." It's like that's gotta stay no matter what. Like, <laughs> dude, yes, like it's it, it's it's stuff like that. Like, like I worship the band The Chariot, and like it's it's like they're like I I've always loved their live shows. I've loved all their records, and like I love that it's like a very very live feeling, and like. <laughs> I, that's like the the whole thing. I I just trust me. I know. Seriously, I fucking know exactly what you mean. Where you like you like sloppy, you like like fucked up, and like and it, it's because it's perfect in its own way, in its own respect. It, it's I I I yeah. There are there are definitely bands that I like that like they're they are perfect. But the thing is like no one can do that. Like like no one is perfect and. Like we're humans playing human music. Like we we need to express that in a way that other humans can actually relate to. Because if you hear like a fucking three hundred BPM blast beat, you're like, okay, can you actually do that for like yeah, the, okay. the full thirty like, seconds? I would love to see your fucking mechanical arms. Yeah, like, just fucking <laughs> roll with that. Or like, uh, yeah, dude, but. No, like, dude, trust me. And, and what's funny, like, like. Dude, because I've played with a band that that had like literally like a robot drummer, like it was like a legitimate giant robot, and it was. Uh, what band am I in? Yeah. Oh, it, it's it's a band called Cell Damage. Like, um, okay. Like, but like, yeah, we we played with a band. We played with a band called uh, Captured by Robots. If you've never heard of them, they're. Oh my god, dude! I played with them too. <laughs> oh no way! Yeah, in like twenty fucking thirteen, I have such a good story for that too. But I'll let you go with oh. that with what you're gonna say, dude. No, that no, no, no. You, since you already understand it, you know the whole story. Go with the story because fuck, I'm excited to hear that. That's so sick, dude. Oh my god, no, my fucking old band uh, or like the my high school ish band, uh, Cadence Fox. Um, 
we got lined up on a show with them in DeKalb, Illinois, which is like an hour, 10, hour 20 out of Chicago, like west. But, oh, okay. um, I'm, I like grew up like an hour west of Chicago, so it's not that far for me. But, um, fucking, no, we showed up and we're like, we got offered the show and we're like, yeah, we'll play like whatever. And we show up in the guy, um, I know he used to be in like a punk band called like Blue Meanies or something. <laughs> That's awful, and, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he used to be like uh, in like the Chicago punk scene like what? pretty heavily, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because um, I, I remember seeing that and then my stepdad like gave me a bunch of records uh, once and like there's a Blue Meanies record in there and I was like, oh, I think that's the guy from that band. No way. I'm pretty sure. Um, but I guess not to uh, drag the story, but I just remember being like weirdly uh, fucking like just... I knew the vibe was going to be really weird when I saw that he was selling like mushrooms at his merch stand. He was? And I was like, Holy shit. Yeah, no, I was just like, what the fuck? Because it just <laughs> said like magic mushrooms and they were in like a plastic bag. But um, we like played and I was maybe like 20 or no, I was, I was, I think I was of age. We were just drinking in the car to not pay for drinks in the venue yeah. uh, with like bandmates. And um, my bassist, goes in and their set starts and he's in this fucking morph suit that is like um <laughs> just it's like your intestines or whatever so it looks like he's like inside out in this morph suit oh, gross. and he has like all the fucking robots going and the lighting's like really fucked up and my bassist in that band he like just looks super distressed and is <laughs> like just not having a good time and the Capture My Robots guy has a song called, like, Dildo Unicorn or something. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if he played it when you guys played with him, but, like, he straight up fucking, like, uh, sits on this, like, unicorn, like, horse toy that's on, like, <laughs> wheels. And it, and on the horn, it's a dildo. And he's, like, riding around in this morph suit on this fucking dildo unicorn. And my bassist is, like, I'm having a straight acid flashback right now. Like, and I was, like, we had to get him out of the venue. Like, he was, like, fucking, like, having a meltdown. And we just, we still talk about that show to, like, this day. Because, like, it's just such a fucked up show. I'm so glad that you have experienced that band as well. Because, like... Not only with just that guy, but then, yeah, you have all the robot, like, Chucky <laughs> monsters, like, going on behind it. And it's just, like, somehow that's the smaller part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, how is that overshadowed by what the fuck everything else is going on? And it's just, like, that guy really knows how to, like, set a fucking vibe, man. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> dude, I, I'm so glad you've, you've played with them, too, dude. Like, it's, like... Because, like, I, I love that, like, the aesthetic he put on for that show. Because when, when we played with him, which was in 2018 or 19, I can't remember when we played with him. But, like, um, he had literally giant banners behind that said, like, fuck all humans or something like that. And then, uh, and he was, like, dressed up. Like, he put, like, like dirt or, like, some weird, like like, face paint that made him look dirty. And then he had chains all over him. And he had, like, a fucking, like... Like he just had like 
it looked like he was he, he was captured technically and like so he was just singing yeah. about like being like cap and like i just loved how the robots would be like yeah fuck fuck all these people here it's like it was just like dude i i'm just it's i'm so glad you know who they are <laughs> yeah. no dude i have too because it's like trying to explain that to someone who hasn't like seen it too they're just like <laughs> Are you fucking high as shit right now? And I'm like, no, maybe, but no. <laughs> like, I promise you. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so good. That is so sick, dude. Oh my god, that story's fucking unreal, dude. Oh man, yeah, it was just like, dude, yeah, I don't even fucking know. like. <laughs> they're just those shows. Like, you just show up and you don't really know what you're like signing up for, and then you're like, holy fuck, I'm gonna remember this forever. But, like, kudos to him, though. Like, holy fuck, like, because both of us are talking about his fucking band, so he's doing something, yeah. like, fucking, like, really memorable. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Oh, my God, that's so fucking sick, dude. So good. Dude. <laughs> dude, and, like, so, I know, like, we were going from Capture Right, right but, like, but oh, I was going to say, like, how how did it feel to be uh like to be asked to be on prosthetic records or like like how did that how did that even come to be because that to me is stupidly fucking cool um dude i geeked out honestly <laughs> like um i um like i don't want to say i like wasn't familiar with prosthetic like i knew prosthetic but like um like, it's going to sound weird, but I'm, like, not a huge, like, metal guy. Like, yeah, I yeah. listen to a lot of shit um, or just, like, whatever. But um, I was like, oh, like, we just randomly got an email. And it was, um, we filmed our second show um, and, like, posted it a couple weeks after. And I just randomly got an email from a Steve Joe. Um, I don't know if you know who he is, but he's like the A&R guy for prosthetic and stuff. Oh, okay. And um, I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, I don't know. And I'm like, look, reading through the email and he was just like, Hey, like I'm with prosthetic records. Like um, he's like, I saw that video you guys did. Like, I was just curious, like if you wanted to like talk and like do whatever. And I was like, wait, it's like, are we thinking already getting approached? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's unreal, and, dude. Dude, yeah, I was like, like, never mind me. Like, I'm like a very like, um, like, not to sound like cliche or whatever, but it's like I have a very DIY mentality for like all of my music and yeah. everything. So like, um, when I'm doing something, it's like I have it in my head where I'm just like, okay, like. I like we're gonna make tapes so I gotta like buy tapes and like or we're gonna do whatever or if like I want to do vinyl or something down the line like just figure it out on my own and so like yeah him like talking to me I was like oh there's an actual like label interested in this fucking project like what the fuck Shit. and um I uh like was talking back and forth to him and then he was like yeah like we're interested in like he's like you guys like sound like awesome like i'm interested in like picking you up or whatever wow and i just remember being like like what like what <laughs> the fuck and like i called my brother um who's like probably like my fucking biggest supporter of like everything and i was like dude you're not going to fucking believe this <laughs> and he was just like, 
fucking like we geeked out to each other for like a solid like 10 15 minutes of just Sick. like holy fuck and um yeah we move forward with everything and like dude steve's like such a fucking good dude like i feel like i've learned so much from him because like like for me i i love learning every fucking aspect of this business and like just like the art aspect of it but like I work in like music production. Like I've been booking shows since I was like 15. Um, and like I've run a record label before, like for a couple of years just to see what it was like. And it went fucking horribly, but <laughs> I did it. <laughs> and um, it's just like, I like trying to learn everything from it. And like, Steve's been nothing but fucking helpful. Um, oh, yeah. And like just answering like any questions I have and like being really like supportive of like, not just math, but like me in general too. And I can't like say how much I appreciate, like, like even if like down the line, like everything just fucking explodes and like, like (laughs) we end up having like some relation, not saying that it's going to be like that fucking remotely, but I just have like a worst case scenario. Of course, always (laughs) like, like, yeah, like everything just like fucking explodes. It's like, I will never not have like the utmost respect for Steve. Um, but, uh, dude, yeah, just really surreal feeling to kind of, like, I don't know, like, it might be different now just because, like, the, like, market and just um, getting your music out there is so much different now than it was, like, even, like, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, the dream for, like, anyone starting a band is, like, like, it'd be cool to get signed, like, whatever the fuck that means, yeah. like, because it means so many different things, but, like, to have, like, especially, like, an, a label like Prosthetic that has so much history, and, like, just fucking, like, oh, they had, like, Gojira, they had Animals as Leaders, they had, like, all these, like, fucking, like, really fucking cool bands, um, I think they had, who the fuck am I trying to think of right now? It's, like, a tech fucking, oh, my God, I can't, I can't think of it. <laughs> It's gonna bother me. <laughs> oh no, beneath the mask here. Yeah, exactly. Fucking mask here. And like it's like, oh, like we're on the same label as like where those bands were at some point or whatever. Like that's fucking stupid. We don't belong here. We're just, <laughs> like whatever. But um no, like it's just fucking like a little bit surreal and then at the same time, like I have such a fucking like like, I'm going to enjoy this for a second and then just move on to the fucking next thing because I just, like, my mind's just always fucking going. Yeah. Um, but, no, nah, it's fucking awesome. Like, it, it like it felt really cool um, during that time period. And then, like, just, yeah, I don't know. Now it's just kind of, like, yeah, like, we got to, like, coordinate shit, like, do whatever. It, like, adds, like, a different, like, business aspect to it that, like, um like that kind of stress like i'm not a big fan of yeah um yeah. not that they like put that on me but like i remember like um reading the initial contract we got or whatever and it was like fucking like you have to release an album every two years and i was like oh, that's not gonna happen <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like well i was like well we'll get it done when we get it done but it's not gonna be on a time frame and they like are aware of that which is cool but i was just like like yeah no like the deadline shit and like whatever like 
I was like, I, I am not uh, a formal person like that, yeah. where it's like, yeah, I'm just going to crank out a record because we have to. And I'm like, no, if I'm going to crank out a record because we have to, it's going to sound like shit, and I'm not going to want to release it exactly. or support it. So, like, fuck that. It's like, if this takes, like, five years, it's going to take five years. If it's going to take fucking whatever, like, we'll get it done when it's done and we feel good about it. And then whatever like we'll move on to the next thing and like i don't know i i think that's the only like weird thing with the that aspect of not being like a diy band um any longer at least in that regard where it's just like um because i still think about that too of just being like like yeah we gotta like write this do this or whatever but then i'm like no like it's fine like stop stressing yourself out um but yeah, I don't know, like just the way like the new math record's been going too, it's like we've been working on it like pretty um like on and off. Yeah. But like we have like a good amount of stuff like going on with it right now. But it feels really good too with like prosthetics. They're very hands off. Oh that's um, cool. Very, yeah, like they're very just like, yeah, like do your thing, like um like we're not gonna like tell you it needs to sound like this like sound like that or whatever but like um which was like the big thing for me too it's just like yeah i I don't it's like yeah it's like i don't want to work somewhere where like someone's gonna tell me like the type of art that i have to make or the type of or whatever um so i don't know i'm very grateful for like that relationship that we have and everything too like um I don't know, just being able to go at your own pace is very, um, I feel like it's rare kind of too, especially like once you like have to work with other people and other people's deadlines and whatever. I don't know. I'm just like fucking rambling at this point, (laughs) but, um, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm just appreciative of it. And I'm just glad that you can just take some time to like really make sure like the music feels how it should in a way yeah no dude like yeah because like you said like like doing like that whole two years thing would be like well now that i know i'm under a time constraint like it's gonna make it to me it would make me feel like well fuck i need to finish it like now because what if like what if the fucking mixing takes two months on top of the the, the six months we took to write, write the yeah. record or and it just it just makes it feel like a job and knowing that like yeah, like I understand they they want to have like the the hopefulness of a band thinking like oh yeah we'll do that it's like no dude like we're like I I'm I'm literally like exactly the same like I'm I'm not gonna like do that like of course I want to put out music but the thing is like <laughs> I don't want to put out shit like I want to like yeah yeah it's like I don't want to like funnel shit out just for the sake of like releasing something because yeah. then at that point it's becoming like very capitalist, very just like money oriented. And I think that's where my disconnect comes from a hundred percent where it's just like, dude, money and all that shit is like the farthest thing from my mind when it comes to like creating and stuff. It's like, if it ends up like doing something cool, if it doesn't like, I don't really give a fuck either way. I'm still going to release it. I'm still going to feel this about like whatever I'm doing. Um, but yeah, having like those time constraints, um, I like did a little research on your podcast uh, just because I'm fucking neurotic and I just wanted to know what I was like <laughs> getting myself into. Yeah, uh, but I listened to like um, 
like half of the interview you did with uh, the guy from like 12 gauge records. Oh yeah. Uh, and when I heard him talking about like, he was like, yeah, it's like, um, and it's not a knock on him, but like, I was just like in my head um, when he was like, it's like, yeah, it takes like two months to like write and record or like write and track a record. And then you had like explaining like um, the vinyl time constraints. Um, Cause the vinyl shit right now is like crazy. It's yes. like, like I think even if like we've like let's say like Math or what Virgin Mother or whatever like um had our record done like right now, it probably still wouldn't come out till like twenty twenty three. That's and insane. It's crazy to think about. But uh when I heard him be like like yeah, like two months to write and record a record, I was like, Holy fuck, who are you working with that can write a record in like two months and record it? Like I need to know these people. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I need to know what kind of like fucking drugs they're taking and like just <laughs> tell me now. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, it was like it, it's just it's wild to me just like the contrast because um, like fucking might sound a little weird, uh, but like uh, like you know Portugal the man, yeah, um, like their fucking old shit like was crazy yeah. and they. I don't know how they came out with a record like every year for like six years. Each one was just so like, there's so much going on for it. And I was like, how the fuck do you like write this, record it, and also like tour endlessly like throughout this whole time? Like, like they were just funneling shit out and it was wild to see. And I remember thinking like, when I was way younger, when I was like 17, 18, like thinking that was normal or like, yeah, like bands typically release a record every year, every two years. And it's yeah. like, it's like to do that is so much. Like it, it really, like, um, it's like kudos to like any bands or fucking whoever like can do that and like have it be fucking amazing. Um, because like, holy fuck, that's like, just something in itself <laughs> like i don't even i don't even fucking know like um yeah i don't know dude I'm no no <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs> no dude like because like to know that like yeah the, the, and all their I, I i love portugal the man like especially that their first record is still like one of my favorite records like i i love oh that God. thing yeah mine too dude waiter you vultures yes. like dude i dude. saw them uh my the day before my eighth grade graduation what um then they were like touring off that record and it was like them oh is them fucking horse the band what um gatsby's american dream and forgive durden (laughs) and dude like they played um do you, you know their song the devil uh the i i i know i do i would just have to hear it like yeah, it, it's 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 it's, a, it's like a on a split or something, but like it's got this weird, just like fucking like southern like evil blues feel to it, and um, like everyone was like clapping along to it and shit, and like just hearing how, um, just I don't know, it just felt perfect in that moment, and then they just broke out into uh, Chicago off of Waitery Vultures. And I just remember that, like, guitar tone going, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And, like, 
um, I'll never forget that show. And then fucking Horse the Band opens with like House of Boo. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is fucking insane. Like, and I was like 14 at the time, like just way too small to even like be in like a fucking like crowd like that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget that show. <laughs> Dude. To, okay, first of all, to like know that both of them were on a tour together is like sick. Like I, if they were going on tour now together, I would fucking die. Like I Oh. Dude. Dude. Um also fun fucking side story with that. I'm pretty sure that that show uh cuz it was in DeKalb, I'm pretty sure that's the show that Horse the Band like went to Lou Malnati's after the show and then ended up dropping off the rest of the tour to write pizza. <laughs> Holy shit, no way! Yeah, it was either that show or the show the, like the next night in Chicago. Dude. I don't know if the Chicago show before or after, but like it was one of those two fucking shows. Like, because I remember like seeing a MySpace fucking bulletin just of them being like, hey, like, we're trapping off the rest of this tour just because we had like the greatest pizza of our life and we have to write. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, Oh my God, that fucking band. <laughs> like they, there will never be another band like them ever. Fuck. No dude. Like I, 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 I over, over the lockdown, like I, I've never, I, I didn't know it existed, but like, I only got into horse, the band this year, like their first, like I, Literally, I've heard Birdo, and I've heard like the like songs off the Mechanical Hand, but then like I heard their two new songs and like their cover of Nine Inch Nails, and I fucking yeah. that dude that those three songs like were fucking I phenomenal. Of the new stuff that they released. Oh, you haven't heard it? No, I haven't heard it yet. Oh, um, dude, it's great. I fucking love it. Okay, fuck yeah! I'll have to I'll have to queue it up on my uh, my drive today. Oh um, yeah. I'm very behind with music, <laughs> dude. Well, it's it's like it's I don't know. It's like one of those things. Like I don't know if you if you've done the same thing, but I feel like it does. It happens with like a lot of friends. But like you'll like a friend will be like, "Yo, dude, listen to this band. Like you'll love them." And you're like, "Okay, cool." And then you don't listen to it ever. And then like six oh. months later, you pick it up and you're like, "Holy fuck! I just found my favorite band." And they're like, "Dude, I showed you that six months ago. Like, like why didn't you listen <laughs> <Dude>. to it?" <laughs> I think we're the exact same in that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get suggested shit all the time, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll check it out." Like, cool, and then I don't, and then like, I'll talk to like, um, I, I uh, do you know the band like Black Midi or like Black Country New Road? No, like, um, they're like these weird fucking like, I I, I don't they're like jazz noise bands from like England, but they're they're new now they're i i think they're in their like early 20s but um like they're really fucking cool like they're really just weird um but i my friend tyler like had suggested both of those bands to me at a different point and i was like oh yeah dude like i'll check it out and it's like tyler starts music all the time like and i just feel like a dick because i'm like yeah i'll check it out and then I remember texting him being like, dude, did you check out like Black Country New Road? He's like, I suggested this to you like three months ago. And I was like, oh, well, it's sick. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> like, fucking A. Um, but same thing with like the fucking Locust. Like, I downloaded dude. New Erections and like when it came out in like 2006. 
Yeah. And um, I just remember, I think my brother was like, yeah, this band's fucking crazy. It's like Daughters, but with like synth and like all this shit. And I was like, cool, I'll have to check it out. And it sat on my fucking iPod for seven years before I checked it out. And then I did eventually, um, or my buddy showed it to me on a drive home. And I was like, what is this? He's like, it's the fucking Locust. And I was like, oh, I'm so behind and stupid. Like, I hate this. (laughs) I hate my life. Or my stubbornness to suggestions, I guess, because... I don't know, <laughs> dude. J- dude, trust me. Like uh, the locust, I'm not. I'm in the exact same boat again. Like I, I remember of hearing about them. Like same with Dillinger Escape Plan. Like I literally like heard of them. And like to me, when I heard Dillinger's name, I was like, that sounds like a dad rock band that's probably gonna play at a bar down the road. Like I just thought it was like a dumb name. And then I found them. I've, I was fucking like floored. But like, anyways, like yeah, same with the locust. And you know, I'm glad you said daughters because I remember back when self-titled came out like my brother was listening to it like crazy and like i i could basically hear it through like like a wall like his wall and i was like oh like whatever and then like come to find out like like the the when uh fuck what was it i think it was towards i don't know they had broken up and and then got back together but anyways like i then found daughters and i was like holy fuck this band is amazing and my brother was like yeah like you i i listened to them like fucking 10 years ago and you didn't give a shit i was like fuck like dude like the locust and and daughters are like some of my favorite bands of all time and knowing that i i slept on them pisses me off so much (laughs) it it really fucking sucks because then you're just like i it's like i missed out because i'm just fucking like stubborn and stupid and i think i know better for myself and i don't (laughs) like fucking god <laughs> i'm like daughters too man like fucking uh like i discovered that band at such an early age that it has really like um i feel like that has really ingrained itself in my head because i remember fucking um i think my brother again my brother being like it's weird because he doesn't listen to like any of this music anymore <laughs> but wow. like at the at the time like he was the one showing me everything and he showed me like canada songs and was like they have a new record coming out and it was fucking hell songs was coming out it was like when i was going into my freshman year of high school and i just remember listening to it being like this is the most fucked up shit that i've ever (laughs) heard in my life like and like i don't know just from then on it was like I'm always gonna be a daughters fan, like no matter what. Yep. Other than that new record coming out, and like uh, I just love how much they don't give a fuck yep. about revisiting like their old stuff, or just like they just very much have a pure energy to it. Where it's like, yeah, we're just gonna do what feels right to us, and none of the albums really sound the same. Like I mean, self-titled and Hell songs can kind of like branch but like self-titled is like a fucking weird in-between of like it's the perfect in-between for uh you won't get what you want and hell songs and everything it's just like i don't know that band um like it's like i might not listen to them a whole lot right now but like no matter what like i'm always gonna fucking follow that band i'm always gonna look up to that band um also is what got me into like fucking jesus lizard and shit because like i remember someone being like 
oh, Lex sounds like fucking David Yao from Jesus Lizard on like uh, Hell Songs and like whatever. And I was like, I don't know who that is. And looking into them and then I was just like, holy fuck. And that opened this whole world of like the touch and go like uh, records and just like got me really into like all the fucking like 90s like weird post-hardcore no- noise rock shit and like in a way it's like yeah that all like branched from fucking finding daughters at such a young age and like i don't know it's just it's cool to like kind of really like dig into like where like just bands that you really like and then seeing like what influences them and then finding those bands and then diving into that too like i don't know i just love music history and yeah. finding out what is people and um like i don't know i don't know how familiar you are with like the whole like 90s like noise rock shit but like that whole fucking time period is like man i i i sometimes like um i'm like dude i was like born like 10 years later than i probably should have been because <laughs> i really would have loved to have been a part of like that whole scene because it was just like like everyone just sounded so fucking different and everything was just so fucking weird and like um like i don't know it like shit was getting played on the radio like fucking like thinking of like in utero like being like a radio record and like yes. being a top selling record is like fucking bizarre because it's so harsh <laughs> and like even after like the um like editing of like steve albini's like initial mix and shit too it's like this album's still like a fucking noise record and it's all over mainstream shit and um like i don't know it was just uh it's just a different time and it's just really cool to see like that style of music getting like more of a spotlight not even just for like fame and money pers- like purposes or whatever and it's just like the appreciation of like that style of art and like a more avant-garde like just kind of like we're gonna test shit like do whatever it kind of reminded me of like to go back to like pollock and like abstract expressionism shit like it felt very like i was like there's a american culture element to that of just like really just kind of like taking something and like fucking it up at least in like the art world and those two um scenes kind of like felt kind of similar in a way because it was just like like we're just gonna fucking like do whatever and like yeah we're gonna write like these like pop songs but they're gonna have all these elements to it that are just like unpleasant to a normal (laughs) listener for some reason like people fucking loved it and ate it up and it's like it's kind of like just with uh like just band camp and everything not that like any of that's bad it's just like there's so many fucking bands there's so yeah. much like music to dig through and um like just stumbling upon something like that uh it doesn't have that same like um like oh you kind of like found something special cuz it's like i feel like no matter what like the farthest band that you'll think like oh no one's heard of this like one of your friends probably knows who that is or something and you're just like like okay i can't really like surprise anyone with something and it's cool that everyone can get out there like just like that but it also does kind of like uh dilute a lot of shit too so like it's 
interesting, I think. Like, I don't know. I just fucking love all of that, yeah, <laughs> I no. guess. Dude, I know, I know, I agree. Like, like, uh, like, uh, like the dilution of everything is just like I trust me. I've I've thought about it. It's like, hey, if my band puts out a record, like, how like there's probably going to be fifteen other bands putting out a record this same exact day, or or even like my favorite band, like, oh, when when they're putting out, it's like, oh, I don't know, maybe it'll get buried by the five other or like fifteen other bands that are coming out the same day, or I don't know, man. It's it's again. I'm glad everyone has a platform and can like put out their music and it's free and it's fucking sick. But like, dude, like some bands won't be found because of that. Like, and it, it, yeah. it bums me out so much. There's so many like really fucking like cool, just like special bands that like, and I, I think it's like, it, it's just a summary of like where the music industry is at now, where it's just like everyone's fighting for like getting a spread in like some website or like, oh, like I need to like debut this song and like it has to come from a website because people take that a little bit more seriously than me yep. being like uploading a video or just like doing whatever. And it's like, it, again, it is all free, but like because of that too, it opens the floodgates in a way where it's like you're battling for time and it's like yeah like like let's say like fucking the new math things like front page of some like big blog or whatever it's like it's gonna last a day and then the next day it's gonna get covered up by something else and it's like keeping all that traction and keeping all that like whatever it like almost feels impossible (laughs) like in a way because it's just like there is so much going on and like going off and then at a certain point, it's just like, I'm just going to disregard that. If this thing just kind of organically lives on its own, like, I will be happy with it. And if it, like, comes out and there's, like, a day of hype and it just completely dies, then just fucking let it die. And at least you, like, kind of tried in a way or whatever. Like, um, but, yeah, it's just, it's a whole different entity. And it's like you're just battling for, like, time on a website and it kind of sucks in that regard too because it's yeah. just like it's like everyone just kind of raising their hand being like me 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 yeah. and it's yeah. just like like you can only give so much time to like whatever but then even then it's like there's some like really fucking cool bands out there that like no one's fucking like heard of or just like like they might not have like the same connections like another band has and yeah. like the other band like is not nearly as good as this other band, but like they know all the right people. So their shit gets pushed to the front and then this band just gets completely buried. And it's like, what the fuck? Like this band's super special, but they just don't have the same connections like other people do. And it like, I think that's the only part that kind of sucks or not the only, there's definitely a lot of parts that suck about the music (laughs) industry. Like, um, like, I don't know. It's, still very much like a who do you know type of business like with anything and um like i don't know i feel like as soon as you kind of like start to remove yourself from just like caring so much about like the publicity and staying current or like being active with like social media and just being like like i don't know i feel like there's nothing i hate more than or i don't want to say hate but like i just don't get it when like bands it's like you don't have anything to share or like you don't have anything new coming up but now you're just like what were your favorite albums of the last like six months or something and it's like 
you're just trying to post the post because you just want fan interaction and likes and like whatever it's like it's like you don't give a fuck what anyone's gonna say on this you're probably just posting this you're never gonna look at it again <laughs> like that's true and yeah like i don't know it just feels very like if you have something to say like that's when you should say it but then everything else just feels like um like I don't know. That's where I get split off because at a certain point it feels very businessy. It feels very like capitalist. It feels very just like, yeah, we need to, we need to print shirts all the time. We need to like post all the time. We need to make sure we have all this shit coming up because we need to funnel money in and we need to funnel likes in for people to like care about our band consistently. And it's like, no dude, if people care about your band, like or whatever or care about your art like they'll stand by you no matter if you have something to say now you have something or and you don't post for like two years three years or months or whatever it's like those people will still be there they're not looking to just like see that you're like trying to engage in conversation with them or something like i don't know um it's just uh just kind of sucks that that's where we're at now it's always just like a battle for likes and a battle for like getting to the front of the line and it's like we could all just like kind of uplift each other and um like post about each other's bands or like post about like hey this guy collaborated with like meth he has like a record coming out like check it out or like this like i don't know i feel like that just isn't done a whole lot um anymore and it's just kind of like um like a self-feeding machine in a way where it's just like, how far can I get? How far can we go at a certain point? Like once you like pass that threshold or I don't even know if what I'm saying is making any sense whatsoever, but um, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, let's just fucking make your art and that's it. Like just reflect you reflect who you are, reflect whatever fucking weird emotion you have at that time period. And um if it's cool and genuine and pure like i feel like people will get attached to it and or like whatever if they don't they don't who gives a fuck like shouldn't be a reason to like not make art i think like i don't know no 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 dude trust me like like literally like it's crazy because i've heard the complete opposite before too like it's like it's like oh yeah stay current make sure your your like fans are engaged and stuff but like literally what you're saying is like like I've never, I, I've definitely thought of that before, but like you, you saying that literally is like fucking me up, which is awesome. Like I, it's like, it's, it's true. Like I've, I, because like, I've always thought like, if you're not posting, people are just going to disappear. And like, it's like, no dude, like you said, like if they fucking like you, they'll stay. And like, it shouldn't. And honestly, if those people leave because you haven't posted in fucking 10 minutes, you know what I mean? Like, who like, gives a fuck if they're there or not? Like, yeah. Like, like it, it's like the people that matter, or like, I don't even want to say people that matter, but it's like the people that truly like care about what you're doing yeah. are going to be there regardless if like, yeah, you do something now, you do something 10 years from now or like whatever. Like, I, like, I don't know. I think of like my bloody Valentine, like having like, I think it was like a 25 year gap between albums. And it was like, everyone was stoked as fuck that they were coming out with an album after like 25 years. And it's like, it's like, dude, like time benefits like a lot of shit. Like, and I also feel like too, like it just very much like, 
like I don't know it just reflects like a genuine like hey like yeah we didn't have anything to like do or like say for like this time period or like this is when it felt right to come out and it's just like it's reflective of that rather than just like like shoveling out content and then it just kind of reminds me like a Nintendo Wii like remember how many fucking video games came out that it was just like shovelware (laughs) yes you're just shoveling shit out just for the sake of like having con everything and it's like well half half 75 fucking percent of the content's like just soulless like then I don't fucking care like what you're putting out like give me something with substance or like I don't know like it It's like I know my thought processes are like definitely not what um, a lot of people have like in terms of like their approach to the bands and that's totally fine. Like I think like um, it's cool either way like what you're doing but it's just like I don't know that's just what's made sense to me at least like with an approach to like marketing for a band or just I, I I even fucking hate saying marketing for a band too because it just it feels so businessy and it's just yeah. like like I don't know I think that's the only element that I hate with it it's like no matter what um, at a certain point it's like a band does start to become a business and like I don't necessarily like care about the business aspect of it um, so long as it's just like whatever is happening seems to be like um, just reflective of our own interests and like what we want to do. It's like, it's like, Hey, if we want to tour for like three months coming up or something like, and they're all basement shows and we're not going to fucking make money and we're not going to do whatever, but it felt right. It's like, I would fucking do that in a heartbeat. Like, yeah, because that's the interest there. And it's like, or like, I'd rather do that than be like, yeah, we're going to fucking tour with fucking corn or something and it's going to be miserable. We're going to play 10 minutes a night or like some, like I'm, I'm just giving completely unrealistic scenarios. Course, yeah. Yeah. But like, it's like, I'd rather do the fucking basement thing than go out and play to like people. That don't care. Or yeah, yeah. Just like even thousands of people that are just there to like see fucking whatever. Or like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, uh, art's just fucking weird. I've just spent the last like year and a half really just kind of thinking a lot about every aspect of that. I just, I don't know. Um, it's just such a fascinating thing. Um, and I just love seeing everyone's approach because everyone's completely different. Yeah. So I'll have completely opposite of what I have to say and think I'm fucking batshit crazy for saying probably <laughs> whatever the fucking thing. And they're completely valid. And I feel like I'm completely valid as well. It's just like whatever fucking side of the coin you're on, it like doesn't matter. Like it's all subjective anyway. Like I could be completely fucking wrong right now. And that's fine. Like whatever. I'll be wrong. I'll live with being wrong. But at least I'll feel fine with it. Like yeah. whatever. Yeah, because it's 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 your path you want you want it that way and like in exactly if, if dude i don't know like i i feel like you were like it sounds great dude like i like it literally like, it's literally like changing the way i was thinking because like like i said i've i've been told like yeah you gotta like stay relevant do all this other shit and i was like oh 
okay, cool. I guess so. Like I'm going to do that. And like, but it's like, it doesn't matter if those dude, I don't know. You literally, it's like, that's fucking sick. Like knowing that, like, no matter what the people that fucking matter, like you said, it doesn't matter, matter if they matter or not, or whatever the fuck it is. Like, it's still, they're going to be there because they give a fuck about you. I, I love that. Yeah. No, and it's just like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes you don't give people enough credit either too, or it's yeah. just like, like posting constantly trying to like, cause I mean, you obviously get like, um, I feel like it's very easy to get like a like high too. It's like you post something that's like, Oh, like 200, 300 people interacted with this thing. That's crazy. And then yeah. it's like, I want to keep that going and then like um but i don't know you just have to like i, I just feel like if you don't have anything to say then, then why, why say, say anything at all yeah. yeah um hold on i don't want to end yet if you're fine i've just been holding in a pee for like 30 fucking minutes <laughs> yeah dude go ahead dude, dude yeah totally i just need to take a quick piss break and i will be right back <laughs> it's for sure dude <laughs> Feel free to plug like Costco or whatever <laughs> fucking app. Yeah, I'm recording. I'm recording the outro right now. I haven't hit record. Hey, 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 hey. But seriously, um, I'm here, and guess what? That the episode is over, and I'm bummed because guess what? It was so much fun. Seb is such a fucking cool dude. It was, it was so easy to talk to him. So everyone just go out and play rock band and uh, start some bands. <laughs> Seriously, it was, it, was, it was sick. So, dude, Seb, thank you so much for coming on. It was way too much fun. It was, it was sick, dude. And it, like I said, it was easy. It was easy to talk to him. And that, that's what's cool. I just wanted to be like two people hanging out, talking about whatever. Like, if I, I, like everyone that I have on here, all their art is, is sick. And, that's, and I just want to know about the people behind it. And that's, that's like one of the most fun parts to me so i'm just glad i can like nerd out on 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 people's bands while just getting to know them so that's that's like the coolest part for me so i'm just glad like it, it was just it, it's all it's just easy it, it was it's super sick so yeah go check out meth and uh virgin mother because i will i promise you you will not be disappointed they're so fucking cool and honestly like seb's so cool so you should just you should just know that uh that the music is going to be dope <laughs> but seriously like dude thank you so much for coming on i had way too much fun and uh i can't wait for everyone to hear the second part it was it was so sick but uh hey if this is your first time here nice to meet you Hi, I, i'm shaking your hand so i'm literally holding my other hand and shaking it so it's like i'm shaking someone else's hand and if you're if you're well if you're coming back shaking the same way because everyone's on the same level <laughs> but seriously thank you for coming here thank you seb again for coming on and stay stay wow stay tuned until the next episode which is next monday so guess what i will talk to you later